What did you come for? Did you come to encounter him? What did you come for? A few songs and a well-written message and out you go? Or did you come to encounter him? Did you come with, to meet with the king? Did you come to be activated? Did you come to be changed? Because the King of Glory, He's here. Yes, He's here, He's here, He's here. And so, Lord, all we want is all of you. That's what we want is all of you. That's what we want. The title of my message is, Do You Have Your Armor On? Are you armored up? I think so. What do you think? The King of Glory is here and he's clothing you. Clothing you with nude garments. He's clothing you with new garments. Some of you needed to wear some new garments. Uh, some of you needed to walk out of the old and walk into the new. Uh, and tonight you're walking out of the old and into the new. Uh, new garments. New garments. You just put it right there. And even right where you are at, don't even move. You're on the ground. Stay. We let the spirit of the living God direct us and lead. We're not in a hurry. God will speak to you right where you're at. He already has been. He already has been. And you are ready for battle. You are battle ready. And God has prepared you for such a time as this. For Ephesians 6.11 says to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We've been putting on the whole armor of God and we do so day by day and moment by moment. Putting on the armor is being cloaked with the whole armor, the complete provision that has been afforded to you before the beginning of time. Cloaked with royal, heavenly garments. Your armor comes from Him. And daily as we put on the armor, and just now you've been putting on the armor. It's not just a little poem, a little prayer that you pray. You put on the helmet of salvation. Or you put on the breastplate of righteousness. It's not just a prayer that you pray and you list through all the armor and you put the belt of truth. 
you put your gospel shoes of peace you pick up your sword and you pick up your shield and you think you're ready to go because you prayed a prayer and you named the parts but this is putting on your armor this is putting on your armor this is recognizing that you've been kissed by the king of kings you've been undone in his presence and day by day by day as you look to him and open his word and you let his word saturate your hearts you are being fortified and strengthened moment by moment with an armor of God that will never fade it will never tarnish it will never ruin it will never spoil it's never weakened for the word is eternal and Jesus is the word it's the word the word made flesh and dwelt amongst us And Ephesians 6 11 it says to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles or the trickery of the devil your complete set of defense it's defensive and offensive armor your weaponry in Christ is to wage a successful warfare you will leave this place knowing how to wage a successful warfare I'm telling you you went up to a whole nother level tonight corporately corporately amen corporately if you have your Bibles go ahead and open up to Ephesians 6 if you're on the ground stay because the Spirit of the Living God is ministering to you and you will hear what you need to hear. We've been in the book of Ephesians. And we are now in Ephesians 6. Thank you, Abba. When we stand against the wiles of the devil, that's the schemes and the strategies and the deceit and the craftiness of the wicked one when we come together in a corporate meeting like this and something is identified that has has tormented you or robbed or stolen from you and we have authority in the name of Jesus to identify that thing and cast that thing out that's what you've seen displayed here tonight you have the same authority in the name of Jesus you have the same authority to rise up day by day day by day day by day and do the works of the kingdom for the works of the kingdom is now now you got to be you have to recognize the wiles of the enemy we must recognize the wiles of the enemy Ephesians 6 12 it says for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood say I will not wrestle against flesh and blood it is not against people not about people it's not against flesh and blood stop thinking it's about you and your neighbor you and your father you and your spouse Recognize the real wars, the unseen battle against powers and principalities that we've been called to speak to, to address, to tell them that they're on notice. They're on notice when you know your authority. Ephesians 6, 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. 
but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, and against spiritual hosts of wickedness. Pick up your sword, church of God. Pick up your sword, for it is hand-to-hand -hand combat. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Hand-to-hand -hand combat. No more fatalities on your watch. No more thievery on your watch. No more deception on your watch. Come on, we're raising up an army of God. We are raising up an army that's valiant, that are warriors, that know how to stand and fight using the word of God. For this is our weapon. Praise is your weapon. Prayer is your weapon. Obedience is your weapon. We could list many things. What is your weapon? Many things. But it all boils down to... Are you living for Jesus? Because it's all wrapped up and consumed in Jesus. The spirit of the living God. Wow. There is an order in the kingdom. Did you guys know that? There is an order in the kingdom. You will not be qualified or readied to fight principalities unless you first learn how to rule over your own soul. Oh, somebody didn't hear me. We must learn how to rule our own soul first. The wickedness of the assignments of the enemy are trying to bombard your emotions. They're trying to bombard your mind. And what are you doing, church of God? What are we doing? But every day you rise up as warriors, valiant ones, and say, that thought didn't come from my Lord. That's assignment. That assignment's from the pit. And back to the pit it goes, kick it out. Stomp on it. Destroy it. Every spirit of division shall not stand in your household. Be the man and the woman of God that you've been called to be. And rise up and say, that spirit of division goes right now. Stop fighting against flesh and blood. Because it's not against flesh and blood. When we learn how to rule our spirit, when we learn how to rule our soul, and we stop becoming the pawn in the devil's hands, when we start recognizing that you've been called for so much more, greater, does the greater one not live in you? The greater one lives in us. And since the greater one lives in us, we've been called to rule our soul. And as we rule our soul, God is equipping you so that you will stand against the, the wiles of the enemy. And there are principalities and there are powers and there are wicked schemes in high places and there are powers that you're called to deal with. You're called to rule and you can't fall asleep on the job and you can't turn a blind eye and you can't act like it's not happening because it is, but you're fully equipped. Say, I'm fully equipped. I'm fully equipped. I'm supercharged because of the spirit of the living God in me. And I'm ready. I'm ready. You're ready. Let's jump over to Romans. Let's jump over to Romans 8. Because this is the, this is the bottom line. When you know this, 
then you're going to act you're going to be activated correctly in the battle that we're in let's see Romans 8 38 and 39 it says for I am persuaded that means convinced that means thoroughly convinced that means without a shadow of a doubt I am persuaded that neither death neither life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height no depth nor anything that's created will be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord nothing will be able to separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus my Lord nothing will be able to separate you nothing will be able to separate you say it over yourself church nothing will be able to separate me I've been called I've been called to come up higher I've been called to be activated in my gifts in the callings I am a man or I am a woman on fire because I know the love of God and nothing Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing will separate you. I believe that is the core of us walking in victory. You have to know. You must know. You must know that because of this, you can fight from a position of victory because of sonship and not from a, a deceitful secondhand mindset that you're unqualified. I think I'm going to repeat that. You can fight from a position of sonship when you know that nothing can separate you from the love of God. You can fight from a position of sonship, not from a deceitful second-hand mindset that says you're unqualified. The biggest battle is the battle that you have in your own mind. When you know who you are in Christ and who Christ has called you to be, watch out, devil, because here we come. Amen. Right? Amen. It's true. See, we're not trying to fight to get to a place of victory. You're, you're fighting from victory. You're already victorious. You're already victorious. The king of victory, the God of glory, Amen. he lives in you. He's already victorious. The resurrected one lives in me. I have resurrection power in me. And so do you. And so do you. Hallelujah. Let's turn to Colossians. See the reason that we can do all this? Number one, the root, the core, we know the love of God. Nothing can separate us. But number two is because we stand on Colossians 2.15. There it is. Having disarmed. Uh, this is what Jesus has done for us, church. He's already disarmed. He's already disarmed the principalities and the powers and he made them a public spectacle he triumphed over them in other words he says you are a laughing stock in other words he says I, I it's a mockery it's a mockery you are but the enemy is being mocked Amen. and he should be he should be stop thinking it's the other way around see when we don't know the power that actually God has already given us we think that we're the ones being mocked let me tell you he may be trying to mock you but he's already been mocked he's actually already been disarmed what did he make him a public spectacle that means he publicly humiliated him when God raised Jesus at the cross dealt with say it's been dealt with now I get to walk I get to walk I get to walk in victory you get to walk in victory we get to walk in victory amen and let's go to Colossians 2 9 and 10 another powerful scripture 
For in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you, dear church, are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. Say nothing is too difficult for those who believe. Nothing is too difficult for those who believe. Say I'm putting on the armor. Day by day, moment by moment, I'm putting on the armor. I've been commissioned to go make disciples of all people, Matthew 28. You've been commissioned to go make disciples of all people, Matthew 28. Come on, make disciples of all nations. Make disciples of all nations. This is the mandate that we have. And I believe that tonight, God just gave some upgrades. How many of you would say, oh, that's what I got. I got an upgrade. Fear is going out the window tonight. Out the doors tonight. If anyone still has the spirit of fear, boy, that thing is cast out. There's no room for fear because perfect love casts out all fear. So in order for us to fulfill this great commission, we've got to keep our armor on. Right, Donna? We've got to keep the armor on. We're going to keep the armor on. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Say that over yourself. No good thing will he withhold from me. No good thing will he withhold from me. The Bible says in Psalm 84, 11, no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. You walk uprightly when you walk in Christ. You choose today, I'm walking in step with Christ. Christ in me, the hope of glory. My righteousness is because of Christ in me, not my own. My righteousness is because of Him. Your righteousness is because of Him. But no good thing will He withhold from those who walk uprightly. Psalm 37.10 says, But those who seek the Lord, those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. So if it's good, it's basically like this. If it's good, and you're seeking God, and it's yours, God's given it to you. Stop acting like a beggar. Stop thinking you're a pauper. Stop thinking that you're second, you're, you're like a stepchild, because you're not. You're God's chosen. You're God's chosen. You're God's chosen. Say it over yourselves, I'm God's chosen. He's chosen me. Before the creation of time, before the foundations of the world. Chosen. Chosen. Beloved. You're his chosen ones. You're activated. And if there's ever a time where the world would need to see the bride of Christ that knows that they're chosen, it's now. It's now. Hebrews 11.6 says, He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So as we continue to diligently seek the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, He promises in His Word, He is a rewarder. You don't need man to give something to you. You don't need to look to man. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. The minute that we get our eyes off of Jesus and on man, we are going the wrong direction. Going the wrong direction. You've got to know that God will use people. Absolutely. He uses people all the time. But your eyes, your heart, your focus must be on who? On Jesus. The lover of our souls. The one that knows everything about us. The one that has come to make us whole. The one that has come to call us out. The one that says, you are my ambassador. I've trusted you and I'm entrusting you tonight with more. I'm entrusting you tonight with more. More of my heart. More of I'm, I'm entrusting you to go and rescue those that do not yet know of this love of God. They're bound. But I'm sending you as ambassadors to free 
those that have been captivated by the enemy. Matthew 6, says to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things shall be added unto you. Do you hear the promises of God tonight? Are you hearing that these promises are for you? Like specifically and tangibly for you. When you seek, seek first, not second. Don't make it the last thing you do. Make it the first thing you do. Seek first the kingdom of God. Oh God, I seek you. Lord, teach us to seek you more. Lord, cause our hearts to burn for you even more. Lord God, we just need more. And others would say, what is she talking about? She, they're, they're already so much. They're radical at that place. They're radical at that church. But yet we want more. We want more. We want more. And we know that we serve a God of more. We know that God says there's always more. There's always more. This well never runs dry. It never runs dry. It's a well that continues to give because he continues to give and as he gives he wants us to give out he wants us to give it out he wants us to pour it out and as you do that he gives you more fills you up tells you exactly where to go what to do what you're called to do so seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things everything that you need it will be added unto you Matthew 6 33 for the Lord is your strength and your song, and he has become your salvation. That's Psalm 118, 14. And if you're taking notes, write these down. Write them down. Get these in your spirit. Saturate your spirit with the word of God. When you saturate your spirit with the word of God, you will consistently walk in his favor. God's favor is on you. consistently walk in his favor we know that the word says in Psalm 118 17 you shall not die but you shall live and you shall declare you shall declare the works of the Lord. How many in this room says, I'm going to declare the works of God? Oh, I'm going to declare it. If you're saved in this room, you're never going to die. You're just going to graduate. Your body will die. Your spirit will never die. You are a spirit being. You will never die. You're just going to a better place. But the Lord is saying here tonight, this word his word, our word, my word, your word. You shall not die, but you shall live. You shall live and you will declare the works of the Lord. So let's just take out the eternal life and death out of the picture. How about living today? You're already alive, but how about really living? Let's forget about the extremes like literal life and literal death. And let's talk about today. Life. If there's any area of your life that you used to be more on fire for God, that area today is dead. You need to revive it. Do you know what I'm saying? If there are any areas in your life where in the former you know, years and times past, maybe you were more passionate for God. Maybe something shuts you down. Then in that area right now, there looks like, looks like there's death. Revive. Let it be revived. Put your hands on your own spirit. Put your hands and activate those gifts. Stir up the gifts. Stir them up. Don't let them die. Don't wait for someone else to come by and do it for you. Amen. Do it yourself. Amen. Lay your hands on yourself. Activate the gifts yourself. Say, oh, 
this vessel is going to prophesy. Oh, this vessel is going to lay their hands on the sick and they're going to recover. See, that in the church we get used to everybody doing everything for us and we, we forget that actually we've been empowered, right, man of God? We've been empowered to do this for ourselves. That doesn't mean you can't come to a service like this and be activated, of course. One plus the flight, a thousand, two, ten thousand. Strengthen our numbers, amen. amen. But do not negate prophesying over yourself and praying and laying hands and let those areas that maybe have been stolen from you, let them be reactivated. Let them live. Let them live. Whoo! For the word says in Isaiah 59, 19, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard. In other words, you never have to worry about what the enemy is doing for the Lord your God is with you everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. He is a covenant-keeping God. And he says in his word in Isaiah 59, 21, My spirit who is upon you and my words that I have put upon you. My spirit who is upon you and my words. How many of you have the word of God living and breathing on the inside of you? The word says the word is near us, right? It's in our mouth, it's in our heart. The word is near us. But this scripture specifically, Isaiah 59, 21, My spirit who is upon you. I believe in this room, every single one of you have the spirit of God upon you and it says my spirit who is upon you and my words that I have put in your mouth shall not depart from you and it shall not depart from your children and it shall not depart from your children's children for those that have children in this room this is my covenant saith the Lord this is my covenant do battle with the word Get up and do battle with the word. You said in your word, Lord. But you said. Oh, you said in your word, Lord. Oh, that our sons and daughters, they would prophesy. You said in your word. That they would prophesy. That they would wake up. They would rise up, mount up, and wings like the eagles. You said, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. So we speak it, decree it, you sing it, establish it, but do it. church of God arise and the enemy be scattered Amen. the church of God arise enemy be scattered Amen. you are armed you are ready for battle you've been prepared God has elevated you to a whole nother level and activated gifts and callings in your life. And as you step out in faith, you will see the working of the Holy Spirit in your life like you've never seen before. Some of you are going to come back and testify of the glorious things that God did and, you would have, and you're going to be in, like, in awe, in awe of what he's done. Just in awe.
Thank you, Lord, for sealing what you've done tonight. Thank you, Lord. Only you could have done such a thing. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Father, I seal what you've done here tonight, your precious blood. I decree no weapon formed against any of them shall prosper. I decree, Lord God, just from circumference to circumference, Lord God, that you hem them in your wall of fire and the glory all around them, O oh God. You're the lifter of their heads, O oh God. You're the one, Lord God, that knows us by name. You know the very hairs on our head. You know everything about us, Lord God. You formed us before we were even in our mother's womb. I thank you, Lord God, that when you said, when you created man, you said it was good. It was very good. And I thank you that you're breathing life right now on each one again and again and again by the Spirit of the living God. The Ruach of God just being breathed, breathed upon us, within us transforming us he's transforming us is what he's doing wow Abba we love you and we're so grateful we're grateful God that you would have chosen us before <laughs> Before we chose you, you chose us, O oh God. You chose us before the foundations of the world, but you chose us, O oh God. You saw us, O oh God. We were going the wrong direction. We weren't even looking or seeking you, but you saw us, God. You said, see that one there. I could use that one. I marked that one out. Thank you for choosing us, God. Thank you for marking us out. For filling us up, oh God. We will not forget promises of God, which are yes and amen. We'll continue to stand. We'll continue to pray. We'll continue to fight. For what is rightfully ours, the enemy will not have his victory, for we are already victorious in Christ. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled with dunamis power. That is who you are, church. Amen. amen.